everybody got on their phones, there were no Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, because the game was just It was an Oreo commercial. Oreo, like, put out a commercial, and everybody was just talking about it. Like, they spent way less money than the average person would, but, you know. Does it cost less? Yeah. To so just put it online, then? Because so, it's a few, it's like, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a quite a few mil just for 30 seconds promo for the Super Bowl, like, national. Yeah, I know, yeah. Spot. I'm just saying they they're covering they're covering both bases this time. True. They have to make sure they're not like letting people market off of yeah. the people, whole, their whole experience. People worried people gonna turn down like people gonna turn off the game at one point. If you have a game like what was it? I don't turn the game off. There's, there's some points where you just don't pay attention, but I just leave it on. Yeah, there's like we left it on, but last time Markel fell asleep, he was asleep. He missed the whole game. He woke nah, up at the end the, like oh. The year where Seattle beat Denver, I think. Yeah, when they had that, they had that messed up snap in the game. Wasn't right since. Yeah, by the second, by the time second quarter hit, me and my homies in my room playing video games. We left the TV on in the living video room. Video games. Me and my homies playing video games. And I was like, that's what we were doing. Nobody cared about that game after the second quarter. It was just on. I mean, I always look forward to the halftime. Like that's my favorite part. That's my Beyonce was twice. Yeah. Missy Elliott. Could- it was supposed to be Katy Perry's performance, but Missy Elliott. Um, like, in the past couple of years, like, uh, I like how we're in class. Uh, Zena pointed out that that was Coldplay's performance because I completely forgot. It was Coldplay's performance. It was their performance, but you forgot because Bruno came in. Bruno and Beyonce and came Beyonce in that thing. Like. And that's what's always the like, most exciting part about okay, the Super Bowl performance. Now let's like, get information. It's most exciting point because like, you don't know who they're going to bring out because Katy Perry brought out Missy. Stole the whole show. Beyonce brought out Destiny's Child. We ain't seen Destiny's Child since like 06. And they did well. They killed it. They killed it. (laughs) I don't even. I'm not going to even say They killed it. Like, that's always the best part. And then All Star's coming up. I'm excited about All Star, particularly because of the new new format of the way they're doing things. And I don't know. Like, the people. To Demarcus Cousins for getting injured, so my boy Paul George can get an All Star slide. Whoa, that but that all that every year up. that happens though, someone is someone's too injured to play, True. or like it's not new. So people, it's just a new era, and the people are so shocked. Like, oh, now Paul George gets to play. Whoa, it always happens. Yeah, True, but they uh, gonna put in who they wanted to originally get in. You know, like there's mm-hmm. always the three or four outside that you like. Oh, oh yeah. man, next year. Oh yeah, now because um they did. I remember in our last episode, Banks was talking about they're doing the draft. I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, yeah. what, they're doing the draft? And I looked at that team. We have to so, like, LeBron. LeBron played GM and, like, Steph Curry played GM. So, we have, to, we have to have LeBron, KD, and Westbrook all on the same team together for the first time since Team USA in 2012. That's what I'm saying. Like, LeBron picked his team really well. They're <laughs> like, why would he get team. KD on his team? We want to see them play each other. Go, I'm like, because he's smart. Because they can go hard together. Like, we want to see them play together. They're never mm. going to play together. So let's um, not see that. Except for the rumors that I was hearing. Oh, the, the rumors today that LeBron's going to go meet with the Warriors. I'm going to tell you something right now, Sam. If he goes and signs with the Warriors, I am never watching another I'm NBA game watching the NBA in again. my life. This is either him or Anthony Davis. I'm like, what? WWE. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm just The NBA is a reality show now. <laughs> I mean, I guess. So they just they, might as well go ahead and get the LeVar Ball situation going. So go ahead. You about to sign LeBron James, <laughs> and you already have KD, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and Eagle Dollar. But, of course, they get rid of at least three of those people. They're probably, LeBron comes. He's gonna, LeBron always collects every cent. They're probably going to get rid of Draymond much. and Iggy. No, you need, you need, you need Draymond, Draymond. Iggy's gone. 
It's because it's because you're looking at the position that they played. KD already has small forward. Draymond has power forward. Those are the only two positions LeBron's ever played. LeBron can't play center like that, and he can't play guard. What if they traded KD to get LeBron? That would be some savage. <laughs> oh, that would be some savagery right there. Thank you for your services, sir. KD will come out my next Bye. chapter. Bye. And then LeBron's like, dang, I'm here just here. Like, he's just here to collect his rings and go home. Basically. We all go take a chance. We all, he's like, oh, KD, all right, you up. It's my turn. Then somebody else gonna fill in the position. Somebody else gonna fill in the position. That's just they just gonna be rotating, getting rings. That's so I so see cool. what Levar Ball meant by when he said Steve Kerr is the Millie Vanilli of coaching. <laughs> I get what he means. Like, what do you, what do you think that means? Okay, so Millie Vanilli, they're like we all know they're they're the group that was I'm famous. Kind of stopped for, up a little bit. <laughs> we know Millie Vanilli is like famous, like that group that it came out that they were like just lip syncing and they were just the face of the actual musicians. So basically, we said like Steve Curry. Yeah, he's the coach, but th- that everything is like kind of set up and given to him already. Yeah, when he became it was, coach. Of course, I say that all the time. That's mm-hmm. Mark Jackson's team. Yeah, Mark he Jackson was supposed to that. see that prosper. Because he was like, supposed to get I'm that. Like, give me one. I said this. Um, but guess what? In history books, everybody's gonna always say Mark? that. You know what I mean? Because I remember what's it called? The year Spurs uh, beat the Heat in fourteen, mm-hmm. and I was like, Golden State is like they're right there. Uh-huh. As like the only, as like, uh, we all knew the Spurs were gonna go downhill eventually, and Golden State was always right there. So, just how did more you um, feel about the Blake Griffin um, trade honestly, to the good Pistons? For, good for Blake, honestly. Maybe because the Clippers, we knew they were going downhill, so they might as well just bust up the team. I don't want I don't want Blake Griffin wasting any more of his young years because. Clippers were always a team. They were always good, but they never got past that same spot he every could, year. He could be a real asset for Detroit. Mm-hmm. And Detroit is, what, three slots out of the playoffs? Yeah, they're not that so, far the playoffs. So, with that being said, they could make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, they're going up against, what, the Pacers and the Sixers? Yeah. To make the playoffs, those are the three teams that are trying to get in in the East. I would say, psh, I mean, yeah, good for him because he wasn't getting in with the Clippers. i tell you that much. Basically, that was not happening. It wasn't happening. They all, and then look, DeAndre Jordan. So here's what I saw somebody tweet. They look said, at that. They said, Paul look Pierce, you. Chris Paul. Who's the other guy that played for him? Paul Pierce, Chris Paul. And Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. They Blake said, Griffin is the one that locked him in the oh, house. Oh, and J.J. Reddick. They said all four of them oh, really just yeah. sat there and basically kidnapped DeAndre Jordan, kept him from signing to the Mavs three years ago. For just a for fat them, check. Just for them all to leave. <laughs> they all left. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan and now look, there. he just he just there. Hey, Mavericks could have really they could have killed it with DeAndre Jordan. Like mm. Dallas would have been lit that year. And it's not like he was going to like he was gonna stay probably. Well, he wasn't going to Detroit. Like Mm-mm. if they, if Detroit starts losing, it's gonna get real sad out there for Blake Griffin. It's a different thing you losing in L.A. Yeah, if you losing if you losing in like a nice city, at least you. It's like it's like when Miami. <laughs> It's like when Miami Heat went through their little issues uh, for a few years at a time. Those players, at least you're still in Miami. Yeah, you still you in Miami. Your, that's, your, that's what your offseason look like. If you lose and playing, losing, winning only 11 games in Cleveland, you in Cleveland, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> you in Cleveland. That's hard. That's hard to deal with. LeBron and D-Way going to be out of there this year. It's over. I don't know. I don't know if LeBron's leaving. I, I think he's leaving. Where do you? I mean, t- tell me your top three teams you think he's going to. That have a chance, and you better not take mine because I I feel like we've had this conversation before. The only only options that I can see happening, maybe L.A. 
LA who? Lakers. Okay. Maybe Lakers, the Rockets, possibly the Spurs. Lakers, Rockets, Spurs. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I was saying maybe like Lakers. I think he either, I think it's Lakers, he stays in Cleveland, or I think he might go to the Mavericks. See, that's a, see, that's a, like a personal thing. My personal thing, I would love for him to go to OKC, but that may, that's probably not going to happen. That's not going to happen, though. That's probably not going to happen. OKC couldn't even keep James Harden. You think they that was a, That was a stupid decision. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, just I think, get mad about I that, I think too, he loves Dallas. Day. I think he loves Dallas. And I think, like, he needs, like, a good coach. Like, every coach he's ever had has been absolute garbage. You think that may be a pride thing, though? What? You think he won't go to Dallas out of a pride thing? What is pride? What are you talking about? Pride over what? Come on, the pride thing. We saw LeBron cry on the court that year. Oh, yeah. We saw LeBron cry. <laughs> like, he was a meme that whole year. We saw him cry. He looked like a total clown if he got into Dallas. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're right. I see. This is why we have this. Because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, you know what? Is it? He, Sean Marion said, oh, no. The cover of the magazine was like how I dealt with Sean Marion calling me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cause did you see how awkward I am the biggest Dallas Mavericks fan ever? Did you see how and awkward and sad they looked at that um that press conference? That was the first time we knew some like Chris Bosh was like a walking meme because he was like cried and broke down right when he got past the doors. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is funny. This is pure comedy. <laughs> oh, look at you! And they were making fun of Dirk like two days prior because Dirk was sick. They was <laughs> talking about oh he's trying to be on the flu game. I right, look at you. Don't read. I remember, I think I missed game four and five because I had summer clashes that year. I look up game six, I was like, oh my God. But prior to that, the Mavericks were really killing stuff, though. They were. Because it first off, it's when they swept the Lakers. I was like, okay. I was like, all right. That caught me off guard. Get the broom out. That's the real caught me off guard. Oh, this is when Kobe was still playing, so. Well, Kobe was still hard back then. Exactly. So we ain't going to act like Kobe was a And again, it's a pride thing. I'm an OKC fan. I was about, I wasn't about to root for, oh, for and no then, Mavericks. And then the OKC games were the best because they were intense. Even though they went 4-1, those games though, were close. All of those them games were are close. close. <laughs> all of them. Um, that was conflict of interest for real for me. I'm like, I want to see LeBron get his first ring. Then LeBron. OKC. LeBron D-Wade, they showing out all season. Mm-hmm. It's Lob City. That's where it came from. Lob City. He's going hard back and there. And Dirk can barely jump, and that's who y'all got beat by. That's all I'm saying. Dirk got the shot, though. The shot did you. That fadeaway. Couldn't nobody guard him. Like He's seven foot with a fadeaway. <laughs> seven foot with a whole fadeaway with a little kick at the end. His body moving at a 45 degree <laughs> angle. Lean a back. Whole, no, a real 45 degree Lean angle. Lean back and Not everything. no little, you know, look. With the leg kick. I was like, disrespectful. At least he left something for the game, though. Dirk did. The little kickback fadeaway. Kobe was doing it. KD does it. LeBron tries sometimes. LeBron is one of the people. He, he can sh- he's he been shooting this year, though. That's oh, wild. he can shoot. He can shoot this he year. Can shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron's having his best season. Mm-hmm. Somehow, every podcast, we get back to LeBron. That's because he's the GOAT. LeBron. People want to act like LeBron is not the GOAT because of the ring situation. But this politics going around now. It's politics, like. No, nah, it's one thing. Is like he's I, played for the super team. Like you look at highlights, you want to say like you want to say Jordan, obviously, because like the ring situation, the highlights. But it's like looking at how the game moves and like how the game moves, how players play. LeBron and Kobe had it the hardest. When you talk about those three, is they had it hard for real. 
people were coming. People were coming for blood. Kobe had to go against the Spurs all the time. I mean, yeah. Like basically, you battling out against the Spurs in your conference the entire time. The Spurs would never let the Mavs win anything. I'll tell you that. Mm, either the Mavs got knocked out in the conference finals. Did we play them? We played them first round this time though. Mm-hmm. So that's funny to me. That whole year was so amazing for me. I, I was jumping up and down in front of the TV every game in front of the TV. Oh, that was the craziest thing I ever saw in my life, man. Oh man, you know what's crazy? What else is really crazy? What is? DMX going back to jail. It shouldn't be a surprise. Let me back up. That's the one thing that's like sad to hear. It's because like it's because he couldn't um, pass a drug test. But he, well, he couldn't could. pass a drug test. But guess what? The drug test. It's not that he fell from like smoking marijuana, weed. It's like, like opioids. It was opiates. it was some stuff, you know. Like it's the same thing, like that he's been struggling with for a while. Yeah, but like it's sad that they keep putting him back in jail instead of rehab. rehab. Like like he needs help. He's been going to jail for that for those drugs since I don't know when. since I remember DMX. Basically, I remember a short time of like music, but then it was quickly followed by drugs in jail. Yeah, because like DMX and then you know the, the next time I heard of DMX was Iyanla Van Zandt. So like, because I grew up, no, I'm just saying like that when I was growing up, that's all I remember vividly of him. And like for me to be an adult now, I'm 21. Like, and guess what? The like story is DMX goes to jail. For well, he it. tried to have his little comeback in 2012. He, he was supposed features. to come back. He was supposed to come back re- like, mm-hmm. like, like now or like this year, next year, or something like that. So I don't know. That's so, sad. Uh, Give this man some rehab. Stop sending him to jail. Did you watch the new episodes of Grownish? Yes, I actually saw the newest episode today, this morning. Me too. I watched it today. Me and my sister watched this, like kind of our show we watch. Oh, y'all be Skyping and stuff. Oh, <laughs> me, FaceTime, Christ. Yeah, we FaceTime, and if we don't catch together, we um, I let her use my Hulu account, so I let her catch up, and we just be on FaceTime talking about it. Yeah. Me and my best friend always watch it. I mean, at first it was a little childish. The show's a little... It's still kind of childish. But at the same time, things are getting a little bit more intense. It's entertaining. It's cool how they had that conversation this last episode. Did you see episode six? Talking about the one where Bo showed up? Yeah, where Bo showed up. Yeah. And had the conversation about her. I just don't want to, like, give it all away because I know people probably... I know a lot of people don't watch Grownish yet Mm -hmm. or they've been meaning to get into it and I don't want to spoil it. But at least just know, like, the conversation was about, like... Her boyfriend is a basketball player. He's really good. Like he made, he's probably going to the draft that following summer. So it's like having a conversation about compromising her dreams and how they can work. She's a very, she's almost she's like independent. She has her yeah, own goals so, and how to work that through with his. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like these episodes move very fast. Mm-hmm. Like tw- it's twenty minutes, but at the same time, like. She was just like, oh, at one point, like 30 seconds before she was like, oh, I don't know, mom, like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. 30 seconds later, she was just like, yeah. I'm like, that was way too fast. Remember at the same time, and listen, remember at the same time, this just maybe three episodes ago. And this is a loose three episodes because she, this cash thing has been going on for three straight episodes. Remember, but not whole... really because it was like two ep- like it's too fast. You know what I under you yeah. know what I'm saying about how the episodes are moving mm-hmm. a little bit too fast. Because like there's conflict res- resolution turnover too it's much like, in the episode. Like, remember the whole Luca and uh what is that boy's name? 
the the woke dude. I can't remember his character's name, but you know him. He's Trey Jackson. <laughs> I don't know how I know the. Actor's I don't know his name, name either, but I, but I know who he looks like. So that's the only thing that I could see. Like she was down. Like she was feeling <laughs> both of those dudes and everything. And then this whole she has a cash situation for three straight episodes. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's gonna keep going. You don't know if it's gonna. What I don't know if the storyline like the ending was kind of ambiguous over if they're gonna over if like her and Cash is still gonna be a thing. I mean, they are still gonna be a thing, but at the same time, like, she's just I don't know. We we can't spoil the episode. Yeah, we can't spoil it. We like, can't keep talking about the episode because if we keep talking about the episode, I didn't watch the last two minutes, so I didn't know how it could be ended. Ended. I'm like, is it ambiguous? Are they done? It ends ambiguously. So there's no point <laughs> in watching the last two minutes, anyways. No, because you still don't know what happens. Like, That's wild. She's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, you better hope he's staying a good. You better hope he gets drafted to a good city. It's Black History Month. Black History Month. It's yeah. Our time to show out as people. Everybody got do rags on. <laughs> they wearing them everywhere. Yeah, I got my do rag on. Have you been on campus? <laughs> It's so great. I appreciate it. I honestly got my do-rag on right now. I know. You, I'm sitting here looking at you. You look ridiculous. I don't, man. I'm chilling. <laughs> like, I came out the house like I wanted to have it on. Now, if I showed up, with, showed up to work with this on, we need to have a talk. We do need to have a talk. But I'm chilling. I'd be like, Sam, uh, I know it's Black History Month and everything, and uh, we're going through this whole thing, but no do-rags. <laughs> Be going somewhere, you better take the. You better be off before. I would never want to be the do, uh, type of dude with the do rag on in the middle of the day. But you become that on. person by wearing do rags in the first place. You get too comfortable. I feel you, but I saw you already dude, wearing it outside the house. I saw a dude like a chain. <laughs> like, on. No, I went. I went shopping with my sister, and I saw a dude with, like a chain on, a nice shirt, ripped jeans. He had like a real outfit on with a do rag. What you think it was cute? I thought that shit was whack. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what you go out the house looking like this for? Like, I got so this one, I'm chilling with the homies, that's it. This is it for me, until I go to work. I don't know. I don't really have a problem with do-rags, honestly. I grew up, everybody had do-rags, like. Of course, when I start seeing people selling $45 velvet do-rags, first of all, that's terrible. I was like, this hair. is overrated. Overrated? Like, how y'all going, and it comes from our people, These too, making $45 do-rags. dollars at the beauty salon. $1.50 for a pack. Exactly. Get assorted colors. And I mean, if you want a little bit of, you know, the better material, you got $4, you know. Of course. I mean, that's $4 a week because y'all like to get them every week, too. <laughs> <laughs> every week. To get this sort of pack. Man. I want some Black History Month, like, t-shirts. Like, you know, the Black and Proud joints. But, I like, I already have a couple of those. But I, I want... None. Huh? I said I have none. I think I'm just going to order some more just so, like, I can wear, like, some more. I just want to wear them. I feel that. But people, you know, they be charging, they be charging an arm and a leg for some Black History t-shirts. Right now? It's February. We know how to sell our products now. Don't, don't no get it twisted. For a shirt regardless. You know everybody probably selling Black History Month t-shirts. They all like dollars off the culture. Mm-mm. They've been trying to profit off the culture. Mm-mm. No $30 for you. But it hit a Walmart. I bet you they got a couple. <laughs> everybody profit off the culture. It's ridiculous, but it's get mine from what Amazon, it is. Dog. Huh? I'm going to get mine from Amazon. I'm getting mine from a black-owned business. I'll pay the little extra whatever. I'm, I'm fine paying a little extra, but when, once you say $30, that's a wrap. I don't pay $30 for a shirt regardless. <laughs> I mean, I'll pay like twenty. That's a twenty's my cap. Twenty's my cap. I mean, if it's twenty five, I'll be like, eh, and I'll probably still do it. Better hope, better hope it has free shipping for twenty five. <laughs> you better, better hope. Free shipping for twenty five. You better hope. <laughs> you better give me the free shipping for twenty five dollars. But yeah, I mean, that's just with anyone. People are gonna be like, oh, it's just because they're black. Owned. No, 
anybody, if I'm trying to get a t-shirt from anywhere, and mm-hmm. t-shirt $30, free shipping, let's come with that. Exactly. And shout out to the people that be doing free shipping because they know what our pockets <laughs> You are so like. clutch. You think about us, too. Because y'all know what our pockets When we are like. trying to support your small business, you think about us. Right. And I appreciate you. That's even though I know you coming up. Exactly. Coming up. I know you coming up. Exactly. That's, the, that's, my whole, that's my whole vibe. That's your whole vibe. That's my whole vibe. That's your whole thing. So the Black Panther track list came out. Yeah. You going to... Oh wait, so have you already got your tickets for Black Panther? I'm actually... Since you know we're in Lubbock, I ain't got to buy them in advance like that. And we kind of do. Because I tried to go... We tried to go see Jamal... Anytime we go to the movies in Lubbock, Texas. Here's my thing. Is, um, I need to get my work schedule for that week. For that week. I mean, drops. don't tell them that. And I was like, when I, that's facts. That's I, don't, true. I just don't think they care. I was like, no, I'm just saying, it's like, once I get my schedule, I can buy them like literally that day. I'm debating if I can see it, um, the midnight showing or the showing for that next day. True. I kind of, I kind of want to do the midnight showing. It's like I, I would love to see the midnight showing. That would be so lit. The midnight showing would be amazing to see. I know, cause I just feel like it's gonna be so exciting, and everybody, everybody black will be in the theater. You still in Lubbock though, you know. What Everybody I mean? black. Because one of it doesn't friends, matter. Black like, people live in Lubbock. I'm just trying to tell you, it's different. It's different based on where you stay at. Because one of my friends from Atlanta, she said that tickets sold when out. When we went to go theater. see Girls Trip, you know how I many black I ain't seen that many black people in Lubbock. It's like going to see a Tyler Perry film. Is how I felt when we were going to see Girls see, Trip. See what you like, gotta do, you gotta pay the extra five dollars for the AMC theater. I want to. I want to go to the joint. What's it? Uh, what's it called? Alamo Draft House. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. I'm going about. to AMC. Why can't we all go to the same place, Sam? Because you know everybody AMC. wants to go. I got to see mine at AMC, dog. You are difficult. Hey, I'm going to hold. I'm not going to hold. The children might be listening. We had a track list drop. <laughs> but yeah, the track list drops. And it's coming out. The, we've been waiting on this Black Panther album. And it's been it's coming out February 9th. I'm not, pr- I'm not pressured, though. From a, for tra- it can for come the, out when it comes out. No, but here's the thing. See, you would say that, but also... When Kendrick tweeted it, 206,000 retweets. Okay. 453,000 likes. He's Kendrick Lamar. That is a lot. Even for something He's that he Kendrick, posts. He's Kendrick, though. Something Sam, that people you're boosting. On. You're boosting. Stop There's it. something people People going to listen to the checklist. I said I'm not pressured. The the single with Susan was nice. It was on some superhero in the movie. I'm pretty sure it's just going to somebody. And I was in the trailer. It was in the new trailer. Oh, nice. I haven't seen the new trailer. But that song with Jay, why well, was featured on that? <laughs> you can't even defend that one. You can't defend that one. But so the track list, you yeah, have the song Black Panther by Kendrick Lamar, All the Stars, Kendrick and SZA, X, School by Schoolboy Q, Two Chains of Saudi, The Ways by Khalid and Sway Lee, Ops by Vince Staples and Hugen Blackrock, I Am by Georgia Smith, Paramedic, SOB and RBE, Bloody Waters, Absol, Anderson Pack, James Blake. King's Dead, J-Rock, of course, J-Rock, Kendrick, Future, and James Blake. The Redemption Interlude. Redemption was Zakara and Babes Woduma. Seasons by Mozzie. I can't pronounce some of these names, bro. I'm trying. It's cool. <laughs> Big, um, Shot, Big Shot, Kendrick, and Travis, and Wait For Me. I mean, Pray For Me by The Weeknd and Kendrick. So, we've gotten all the stars. We've gotten um, and King's, Dead. King's Dead. That's it. But I think the Kendrick Lamar, the weekend song is going to be pretty nice. I don't know how I'm feeling about Travis Scott, Kendrick Lamar, but the only, the only reason I don't know why, I don't know why I would want to listen is because 
Travis Scott, like his sound is like everybody took his sound. So like, what can he do now? But I'm just like, oh, that's nice. Fair enough. I'm really excited. Like the whole industry got Travis Scott sound. So um, let's see this Mozzie song, Mozzie, and Reason. It's called Seasons. I think that's gonna be a nice one for some reason. It's sticking out to me. The one, the one that got Nezzy me was, has an uh, album out called Seasons. Everybody go pick that up. It's available for download. I'm looking at Redemption because I had this theory back last when um Damn dropped. Zakari is amazing. Zakari, he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be the next signing for TDE. But he is though. We already he's know the, that. He's definitely the next. He signing. followed me on Twitter. This confirmed it. Now like he's the next signing because he he went from being on Rashad's album, Ab Soul's album. I mean, to but Kendrick's these aren't album. surprises. Nobody's surprised that Zakari is the next signee because like, every time, every time TD is gonna sign somebody, they get they put some money in their pocket first. They put them on, they give they them put a them little on projects. Yeah, they they give them a little shine. They're like, all right, and then they what, they're like, oh, this is to be signed. We're like, oh, we already knew. Because after what happened with Sir and Lance Skywalker, we're like, yeah, it makes sense because he was, they was all over y'all projects this past year. The Zakari like the Vince Staples one out. is gonna be nice. Oh, and the Khalid Sway Lee one is gonna be super nice. Eventually, when this one everybody thinks they've been hearing in the trailer. Ops. The Ops one is nice. The Ways is gonna be nice. I already this this is a good album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a really this is a really good this is gonna be really good. Hopefully. I'm not gonna lie to you. All the stars is not my favorite song though. I but like I think it. I know in the I know it fits for the movie. Oh, that's why I like it. It's I'm just like, when they play song. it in heavy rotation in radio. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's not no radio song. It's something for like... No, but they do, though. I don't see why. You. That's crazy. I'm riding in the car, and this song comes <laughs> on. <laughs> I'm like, this is not for a car ride. This I need to be going to work out, doing something else, because, like... But you ride in the car, is this... It's just like, huh? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Black Panther's about to be lit. Uh, speaking of Black Panther, I saw this one thing on Twitter. Basically, like there was this Facebook invite group where they want to... They want to have like a group of people downvote the like downvote the IMB IMDb scores to make the score lower. To Black Panther, mm-hmm. but they've always tried to sabotage. It doesn't matter. We already broke some records, you know. Mm-hmm. We the people is what I'm saying. And I was like, that happens. Like I didn't even know that was like people really made it the thing. So somebody brought that up and exposed like, okay, a but lot that, of people no, like but to we've do that. Always, to every time a big black movie comes out. <laughs> That's, That's like, kind of funny how I said that. Anytime <laughs> a movie like like a, a black movie comes out, like they always trying to do something to sabotage. Girls Trip was the biggest movie last year, but guess what? It has like a six point something IMDb. There's a movie that I was anti- that I was anticipating watching is about like it's like a sneaker culture. This kid gets his shoes stolen. Yeah. Out of nowhere, I don't hear that about it. That sounds like holes. Out of nowhere, I don't hear anything. <laughs> about it. No, it has like the, like the. I'm just kidding. The Rotten Tomato score is like eighty something, but the IMDb score is four point seven. So like they have people like at like that conspire to sabotage movies and their releases so they don't go anywhere after that. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Did you like the Culture Two album? I did not like Culture. Let's two get at into all. it. Let's get into it. I'm not- because like I heard the Culture Two album, we just played it one. I just played it one day, just like riding around the whole day. Every time I had to get in the car, I just like picked up from where I left off, and it's different. It's kind of how it's I not feel. the same. I really appreciate the fact that they're not just sticking with the same thing. I really appreciated that. Two, it was not my favorite Migos album, but they flooded the market with so much music. I have a choice. I could just go back and listen to the first culture. I can go listen to the songs they put out in the last six months. But there are also like seven to eight songs on the album 
that I thought were worth it. But seven to eight songs that I'm be like, eight, oh, y'all gonna be jamming these. Seven all to eight week. out of twenty-four. That's not no good ratio. <laughs> that's not a good ratio. Like, like remember Charlamagne says, like Charlamagne had the little ratio about songs like if I like over half of it be straight. Like when he mentioned about Jesus, he said he likes seven out of ten. And he songs. said, not to get off topic, he said that he thinks Jesus is. He probably he's gonna go back and listen to it. So. But people low key tried to just hate on Jesus because they wasn't messing with for like like. <laughs> but twenty four. They wasn't messing with like the whole like vibe, but it was a it was a really good album. Oh, I really like that hard. album. Yeah. Oh, so there's this tweet on Twitter that's like Migos spent more no more than forty five minutes per song on Culture Two. <laughs> that's real. Like I don't think they did. That's what I said. I, t- I quoted it. Said it sounds like it too. I think they spent more than 45 minutes on Motorsport. They ain't going to lie to me and tell me that. It's like, Motorsport and, store, and Stir Fry. Yeah, like, they, but Pharrell did say that was a pack from, like, 2008 or something. So that beat had been done for, like, eight years. Fair enough. So it's not too much. They just went in and did their parts and probably was just, like, felt but the vibe in. Was, it like, felt imbalanced. Takeoff carried everybody on most of the songs. Take off, honestly. Take off was going in. Take off just need to go ahead and he just needs to do drop it. some solo. But the thing he's like doing is to tape with Lil Yachty. I don't think that's real. Nobody want to hear that. It is real. Nobody want to hear people that. People have asked him about it. He Nobody said, wants to wait on it. This is he Nobody said. wants to hear that. <laughs> take off and Lil Yachty. That's really what he said. So you go from <laughs> Offset and Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin to Travis Scott and Quavo to Take Off and Lil Yachty. Lately, I've heard some nice Lil Yachty verses. A whole tape? No, I'm I don't not trying to hear, hear that. I was trying to hear like eight takeoff songs. I feel that. Please, and I know they're gonna be good because he can rap and he can really put the melodies together. His voice is just really raspy, but I, I like him. He's my favorite. Yeah, he's a better one. Quavo got the melodies. Offset, Offset, come in with the I'll like the flow, <laughs> but it's like he's he funny. Just be, he just be saying stuff that make no sense. He has the character in the group, like. Quavo has, like, the star, like, situation, too. But, like, Offset talks. And, and, like, even when he doesn't say anything, like, his facial expressions. And speaking of Offset, uh, that whole thing that happened with him and that that uh, queer line that he did. Oh, we, why are we still talking about this? No, I was like, I was just wanting to mention, I was like, I really do feel like he did not, he did not mean that intentionally. Well, he said that he meant it, like, he gave an example. He did it on an interview he did with The Breakfast Club. And he said... He was just like, when I'm in a room with another guy, and he's not even saying anything to me, but he just pulls his camera out, and he starts, like, videotaping me. He said, I think that's, that's queer. Suspect. Yeah. He said, and he said, I meant queer like weird, but he's like, I just don't really want to get into it. He said he's like, he loves fashion, so he's just like, I'm not, I don't I don't think like that. So, I I mean, I believe him. I think people are just trying to attack him. He said queer multiple times. It's just funny that they picked this one time. It's because they're on a bigger platform. No, he's he said it like seven, eight times. Like that's what I'm like. They're the biggest platform. Like they're the biggest they've ever been. True. So it's easy to pick it but out. But every time they drop a project, they're the biggest they've ever been. Because <laughs> it just except even with, for, except for when No Label Two dropped. Because remember that's when they remember they were in jail. No Label Two got some gems though. Of course, but it took those are over. A lot of those gems are overlooked. All, no, overlooked. they're not. They still pop up on when you push track radio on title. They were overlooked. All of them. It's, it's, it's been three years since when it first dropped. It was overlooked back then. People came back to it now. You think Should've. people are coming back to it? Why not? I don't think they're coming back to it. I think people not always, the whole not the whole project itself, but like but like the gems. 
even if we don't like Culture 2, No Label 2, whatever, guess who's bumping it? Atlanta. That's all they need, okay? You of know how course. many people live in Atlanta? Of course, I know. I got family out there. Well, it's been nice doing this with you again, Ivy. 